I listen to this guy named Colin Cowherd, right? And uh, he says that the way sports works is this. The NBA, they come up with something. The NFL makes it famous. And Major League Baseball, they make all the money off of it. This is how the Attitude Era started, in my, my opinion. <laughs> the Click came up with it. WCW, NWO made it famous. And Vince, is making, Vince and the WWE is making all the money off of it. has been paid for by the New World Order. Hey, yo. You probably heard by now that the NWOs do a little survey in every town we go to. We want to know if you're with us or if you're against us. Well, just look at the mask. So it's real, real simple. Did everybody here in Knoxville, did everybody here in Knoxville come to see WCW? <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or, did everybody here in Knoxville come to see the... They can spell here in Knoxville. Looks like one more town for the bad guy. Tell me what you, all right, what you done when you done you you done on what you think about my Hulk, man? What you think about that? The only thing I was gonna say about Hogan is the last thing of the cat is I'm a fan of Disney TV, kind of cheesy. But in my mind, when I watched back, because I wasn't like, I was watching back to this, I was watching it clearly. I had all, you know, the wrestling challenges and the WrestleMania and yeah, the Batman yeah. and I had it all on tape. I was watching. I always thought, in the same way I think of John Cena today, because Eddie goes and shares them, but they can't do no wrong. But Hogan did so many things that were so heel-like. Right, like right. He needed a chair to take out Andre one time. And like if yeah. Andre did that, it'd be a bad thing. Hogan does it, it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like and Hogan could do watch, nothing wrong, man. The watch, huh? It was like Hogan could do nothing wrong. Yeah, exactly, bro. I'm like, this is, this is so twisted, right? And then, like, the whole monster man, Hogan, she was about that was such a great point, man. I remember when you said that the last episode. That I never thought true, about that. Any grown man is UMT macho. <laughs> I never thought about that until you said, like, I never thought, like, wait a minute. 
this was like I remember that Saturday Night Live when when Elizabeth got hit outside the ring and Hogan left Macho Man to go walk, basically look over his girl. Like, wait a minute, like, yeah. like you said, like, I don't know and I watched that live. I, I remember that shit. Said. I remember that. <laughs> like, like that's it. All right, but look, all right, that's that's Macho Man. That's that's Hulk. That's I want to say, but Hogan could do no wrong. But I will admit that I was a huge fan of Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. yeah. That person, like, and it was only because, to me, like I said, I always thought Hogan was a heel. So when he actually turned heel and played a heel character, I'm like, this is his true colors. This yeah. is who Hogan really is. And, and he said that, too. And he and said like, that. And we're going to talk more about that as we get on to it. You already know my number one. It, whatever it is, Rock is my number three. All right. Some, uh, here, here it is. I got Macho Man, Hulk. Then Rock, The Rock, okay? Let's talk about The Rock real quick. All right, The Rock is, to me, that that gimmick right there. The only thing I don't like about The Rock, and I think the difference between him and Stone Cold Steve Austin is the fact that I think Vince created The Rock. Whereas yeah. Steve Austin created yeah, himself. Steve Austin. Yeah, but that Rock thing... Those promos he was kicking, man. I mean, he wasn't even cursing. Like, like Austin was, you know, he just had give me a hell yeah and give you, and flip you the bird, which was cool because you didn't see that on TV. But some of that stuff The Rock was doing, brother, I, I, I remember, and I remember watching Raw just for the anticipation of, of Shawn Michaels coming back to DX. That's the only reason why I watched Raw. I, I stopped watching Nitro in 98 for the most part just watching it on tape just to see like man when is Sean coming back because I know he got to come back to DX because now the kid is back and Triple H and they're running That's, I know he's got to come back I would just be watching Raw just for that and then all of a sudden I'm seeing Rock kick just kick these promos these kick ass promos nothing never heard the stuff that he was doing man I had never heard before. It was just funny. It was brilliant. He owned everybody verbally. There was nobody at that time. Other, I mean, and that's that's what I was gonna say because I'm not. I wouldn't say that Rock's my favorite person. Person to watch in the ring. He was great. He was amazing. I'm not gonna say he's my favorite. I'd rather watch like Eddie Guerrero or Savage or someone. But yeah. that guy, can you, I can post a Rock video on my page right now. And that shit will blow up faster than anything else. Because <laughs> everybody knows that nobody cuts promo. And a lot of people could like, Savage has his own unique way. Austin has his own unique way. Stephen Hogan has his own unique way. But, and there's a lot of people that when they speak, you listen. Savage, Hogan, you know, Rick Flair. Like, I post promo, people like it, they watch it. But the amount of people tagging their friends and tagging people that don't even watch wrestling, right. you know, rock promo. Oh, he's a big deal. Because he's a global, he was globally known superstar now, and movie actor and everything. He's huge, but I just shouldn't. He, it was funny. It was always funny. And, like, and he owned, he owned everybody. I remember he owned Taker. Like, you know, Taker was kicking a serious dead man thing going, and, and the fact that The Rock would just say stuff in it, and that lets you know how outlaw, how outlaw WWE was back then. I mean, because yeah. today that shit could not go on because, like, 
he, in a sense, it was almost like you couldn't even put, you couldn't even go over on the rock verbally because he's gonna own you. Up, I mean, Triple H. But, that, but that was just the time then, you know. Yeah. I mean, that was. I, I probably mentioned that was one of my favorite phrases to say because I actually strongly believe it. But those were the times where Raw really was still Raw. Like it felt like everything wasn't supposed to happen, but hey, this is happening right now. Look what the yeah. hell. Like, and uh, now when you watch it and Seth, and again, you know, I love Seth Rollins, I enjoy his promos. When Seth Rollins is in the ring cutting a promo, you almost feel like, okay, this is a super scripted promo. Right. And then you know, all of the wrong shit was with Brian Gertz. I don't know how to remember his last name, but it was Brian Gertz. He wrote majority of the rock stuff. Half right. the fucking shit the rock was saying, Brian wrote. Recently, for a rock is starting his new own TV production company. I don't know if you heard about this. No. But he hired Brian as one of his like consultants for his new TV production company he started. Wow. Because <laughs> that's how close it was, because they worked so close together for the rock pro movie stuff. So, like you said, you know, it wasn't all the rock. The rock was more of a McMahon creation. Yeah. And it was really a, more of a Brian Good, however you pronounce the last name, creation, because you worked really tight with the rock, and the half was people because of both of them. But still, The Rock delivered it in a sense where it felt like that was genuine, you know, that was genuinely The Rock, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, look, because I messed up, Randy Orton was supposed to be on my honorable mention. But so my number, oh. so my number five would be Macho Man. Four would be Hulk. Uh, three would be The Rock. You already know my number one is HBK. Here is my number two, and this is going to lead us right into the show. My number two is <laughs> this guy. Let me give you a little build up to it. First of all, let me see. T- just take just take three guesses and see if you can. From everything that I told you, Triple H, Flair, Orton, Macho Man, Hulk, Scott, uh, The Rock, and HBK. Tell me who you think. Is. And is number two the one you said that wouldn't have the cool factor that might not have it. Well, Hulk was the one that didn't really have the cool factor other than what you. Yeah, think. Yeah, Hulk didn't have a cool factor until he was Hollywood. Until he was Hollywood, he wasn't cool right? Was, right. He wasn't, right. Then Hulk wasn't cool. But and I want, and, and I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. My number two is the reason why Hulk got his cool factor. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Let me tell you something, brother. Is, is there anybody? Anybody until this very day, is there anybody that was cooler than Scott Hall? Nobody. Man, let me tell you Thanks. something. That that like we were just talking about the rock. Uh that was yeah. a Vince McMahon creation. Vince McMahon, he was still so salty because, you know, Nash and Hall left. I really believe that he took whatever was left of that Razor Ramon thing and gave it to the rock. Did you know when I was watching this, all these um, the '97 Nitros and stuff like that? Scott Hall was the first one to say jabroni. He brought that shit to, to TV. I, I always thought it was. The I, rock. I gotta I gotta screw you a little bit here. A little bit of education, okay? Okay. And this might be rough. I'll tell you what Scott Hall did just first. Though, I know because I was a kid. I I thought they, I didn't notice it until I was watching these Nitros, and I thought it was Scott Hall and Nash at first. But Jabroni originated from Darren Sheik. Yeah, right. That is true. That is true. That's true. I do remember. Uh, he used to call people. He used to call people Jabroni. Yeah. And the Rock picked it up from Sheik because one time the Sheik told him not to go out there and be a Jabroni. <laughs> yeah, but but I'm telling you, I, before the Rock started saying it, Scott Hall and and, and 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 really Nash, but Scott Hall was saying it first though. 
on TV. Oh, yeah, no, he was using it for, yeah, 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 sure. yeah they were. Well, another thing is Todd Hall and Nash are doing, and Sex, the Wolf Pack were doing on on WCW before the actual. If you're watching the Nitros in there, you're down watching here. Like August 1997, <laughs> yeah, and watching March 1997, these guys are doing this, and this was pre DX. Yes, they, they they did everything, and so let me give you this they were doing the socket, the cross shop, oh, yeah, the next shop. They were and doing it. They called it. They they were, they were saying down yeah. where, and then they would be down yeah. here. Yeah. But that's the thing. They weren't saying suck it, but they were doing the crotch shot and they're saying down where, down here, just because they said, like we all know, Shawn Michaels and Triple H had, and Hall and Nash had all boys, so they were probably doing that backstage. Yeah. As a quick in the WWF, don't get me wrong, but Hall then started doing it first on TV. Mm-hmm. And then Sean guys started doing it as DX. So Sean guys took it to a whole new different level with the whole fucking, you know, Sean jumping around and the water space and all that stuff. Yeah. But all right, so let me give it you... Was, the, it was happening in <laughs> Let me give you the scenario. I listened to this guy named Colin Cowherd, right? And uh, he says that the way sports works is this. The NBA, they come up with something. The NFL makes it famous. And Major League Baseball, they make all the money off of it. This is how the Attitude Era started, in my my opinion. <laughs> the Click came up with it. WCW, NWO made it famous, and Vince is making Vince and the WWE is making all the money off of it. All right, because you you look if you look at that whole. Let me tell you something. The whole Attitude Era. If you watch that, <laughs> the first time the NWO brought out uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Haney, into the into the into the NWO. If you watch what Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and and, and uh, Six Pac, what they're doing on this, that's they got that's nothing but attitude error right there. I mean, they are they are looking in the crowd, telling people to suck suck you know where, and making all type of gestures. I mean, stuff that you were not supposed to do on on TV, especially in that time. I mean, I mean today you can get away with that stuff, but to go back to the 90s, and that was my era. I was a teenage kid, and you were not supposed to do that stuff on TV. And I don't even know how they got away with it being on TBS. And it and it made me think that Triple H and Shawn Michaels, they're not going to sell it now. But I know they probably were pissed off like Vince. Because you remember, they had a meeting before Nash and Hall left. Like, we need to we need to take it up a level. Take it up a level. We need to start doing this stuff. And I believe Shawn and Triple H probably told Vince, like, look, Scott Hall, he's out here slapping referees, lifting their shirts up, showing their pot bellies and stuff like that. The next thing you know, when they start DX, they're treating Sergeant Slaughter the same way that Scott Hall was doing this stuff. Oh, no, for sure, Sean. For sure, Sean and Hunter are watching the other show and what they're But they won't sell it now, though. They won't. They But they don't make it. I'm pretty sure they said it again, too. Like, we're watching them. Like, now we're watching what we're doing. Right. I was rather be watching that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. And then so the DX, and remember they said Vince was turning down the DX thing off, but then the network like then it became you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mean, uh, the network like so then that's fun with it, and they just got a lead away from the network, and that's really what it was not like you said it wasn't off TV anymore. But that's the thing like I was a kid back then, but I didn't even I could even tell that Nirvana and the world of hip hop. And just everything that was underground was still just like in your face, fuck you, screw you, against, you know, 
you have contact and thinking about being running against the world and against the police and the government. You have like Nirvana, just talking about being sad. Like, yeah. I was like, a happy, happy place in the late 90s, but I was also very angry and like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of rebel, a lot of rebellion going on with them, like the teens and the young people. Yeah, man. And wrestling brought that out. Wrestling showed that too. WWE had those gang warfare going on. That shit was hot back then. You had the East Coast West Coast thing going on, right? And then WWE was all like grunge and dirty, and people sitting on the middle finger drinking beer and just saying, fuck you to establish it. It's like, well, that's I mean, what was going on back then. Well, I mean, because like you said, the 80s babies that were all Hulkamaniacs that believed that Hulk Hogan thing, you know, train and eat your vitamins, say your prayers and stuff, we grew up. You know, like when, when, it, when he turned into Hollywood, I was 16. I had just turned 16, and I like like I said, yeah. back back in the 80s when I loved him, he was a cartoon character. Now all of a sudden yeah. he's smoking cigars. I'm I live in Chicago. He's hanging out with Dennis Rodman. We all <laughs> yeah. we all know that Rodman was a nut job, but we loved him because Jordan was trying his best to. And you know, here's the thing about that whole Rodman thing. I don't even know as crazy as strict as Phil Jackson was, and. Uh, and 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 the Bulls management, Jesus Christ! Yeah. I don't I don't even know how he was able to show up and get slammed by the giant in Chicago, and then I mean the stuff that Rodman was doing, I'm like I don't even know how he was able to do that shit and still be able to. <laughs> I mean, and Bischoff had deep pockets. He was probably paying Rodman a whole lot. Yeah, but There's I mean, no I, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised the NBA there. signed off on that. At least the Bulls signed off on that. I mean, you know, like every, money probably went their way. I know people think that wrestling is fake, but you can't. WWF in 1997 did not have Dennis Rodman on their show. They had no celebrities of that caliber. There's no difference. They didn't have celebrities, but around that time, but I don't think they were like. They were doing like an OJ Simpson chase in 1996. Yeah. <laughs> when the trial was like three years before that and stuff. You know what I mean? They were a little bit behind. But you know, like. That's what WCW said they were fucked. They never had anyone that was like hot after the moment until Tyson. Yeah. And then when Tyson came in, even Bischoff was like, when we saw Tyson on Manitoba, we're like, um, well, we're like, okay. Yeah. Now, now they're competition. <laughs> but, but you know, I just still, like, I'm just it. thinking about like from an NBA standpoint, like I know they probably thought uh, wrestling's fake, but you can't fake playing around with a seven foot three guy f- who's 500 pounds. And Dennis Rodman is six eight, but he's like. Now um, let me ask you a question though. Like, I know you've been watching the Nitro. Have you been watching the pay-per-view? I have not. I have not been watching the pay per views. I, I watched a couple of them, but not. No, nah, I haven't. Because I, okay. I kind of remember the pay per views, but I don't. It's a lot of the night. I've been watching the pay per views after I get to the point where the pay per view is supposed to happen, only because I feel like it makes the pay per view a bit more enjoyable. Right. Because sometimes I remember when I flipped up the network, I'd watch some WWE pay per views, and oh my god, some of these matches are so long. I don't even know why they're fighting. But as you watch the night, you watch pay per view, like oh my god, this makes so much more sense. Right. But so like, uh, did you watch the one where it was Robin and Hogan versus the Giant and Luger? I remember that. See, I, I didn't have to watch it because I remember that one. With Roger Living, man, this guy literally had to just do like an arm drag yeah. and that crowd popped off because like, holy shit, Dennis Robin is an arm drag. And you have to like, and he doesn't get enough credit, I don't think. A lot of people dog him because he was in WCW. Yeah. And I, I posted today about how WCW gets a bad rep with the young kids because the way WWE promotes another like, Right. The company that had it all, but was still mismanaged, and just they, they, they made so many mistakes. But realistically, as many mistakes as WCW made, it was a great company. Right. Oh um, yeah. 
The Nashville is fucked. A lot of guys didn't get pushed on the show. That just happened. That was a bad decision. But a lot of people got to start there. A lot of people got the first time mainstream global exposure there. Like Ray Mysterio guys. A lot of great storylines happened. And one guy that doesn't get enough credit for what he did for WCW that yeah. sold Dennis Rodman so strongly and made Dennis Rodman seem like he was like Chris Benoit like Eddie Guerrero in that <laughs> ring yeah. was Tony Schiavone ah like, that, yeah, that's true when Dennis Rodman did an argument I swear to God Tony Schiavone sounded like he was about to have a heart attack Schiavone was but good the fact man. He was great, and the fact that he sold it like that was yeah. made, made Dennis Rodman seem even more legit. I tell you what, I remember as a kid watching uh, wrestling in the eighties. I remember Shivani and uh, Jesse Ventura; they, they were great together. I remember they used to do all the pay per views, yeah. and they were. I just think Shivani was. I don't think was better than WWE. Yeah. Heenan wasn't a WWE. Dusty Rhodes wasn't a WWE. Like Shivani wasn't a WWE for a brief period in nineteen ninety two, but he doesn't get the credit of all this all the WCW commentators they never right. he doesn't get the Lost treatment he doesn't get the Lost treatment he doesn't get the Ventura treatment you know what I mean like he doesn't get the Heenan treatment it's like oh Tony Schiavone was there he's like I'm oh, yeah. yeah, Shivani was yeah, he, I mean he sold everything yeah I mean, if it wasn't for him yeah. like you know a lot of that stuff couldn't go over like it did cause I mean and a lot of that stuff was really cheesy yeah like, <laughs> you, you many times and I know you're watching the Nitro how many times the Big Sting came out there and it looked nothing like Sting. Oh my like Kevin god. Kevin Nash came out there Jeez. and he was like a giant. Like, you could tell it was fake hair. Like, nah, yeah. no, but, but, not, but I will Shavani say, I will there. say, <laughs> the first time they did it, I didn't know. But after a while, you just didn't, you didn't, after a while, you just caught on. Like when Hogan tried to be Sting, and I think it was so obvious that Hogan was, that Hogan wasn't Sting. <laughs> that the cameraman just cut quickly off of it and when Hogan came down and Sting he just cut quickly off how about that episode where, the, where Sting came from the Raptors but it was a dummy and it hit the oh, ground yeah. Yeah. and that, they tried to sell like Sting just fell <laughs> <laughs> hey but you know what though I had forgot about that that was actually pretty good I'm not gonna lie that was pretty good <laughs> that <laughs> See, was I pretty didn't good. forget that that's one of those things from my childhood I remember that so I'm like oh yeah. my god well, like, obviously when I was a kid, I believed it. I'm talking about when I watched it again recently, a couple of days ago, a week ago or something. Yeah. I'm like, he and Shivani just played the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Sting is dead. She's like, talk about her. Get the hell out of here. Shivani and Heenan together, they, they were they were real good. And I tell you what. Uh, Even Larry Sabisco. That's all I was about to say, Sabisco. You knew, you knew, you knew, you're, a little, you're a little bit ahead of me. You knew from like the beginning of like Marches all the way to Starcade, they were kind of built to just go with Scott Hall. Yeah, and that's the thing about Scott Hall. He's the one guy out of the clique, he's the one guy out of the NWO. He did not mind doing the job. I'm watching a couple. Hey, I was watching a couple of episodes. And uh, it's almost like how he put over uh, one, two, three kid, six in uh, one in WWE. He put over some young guy. Yeah, like, he put him over. But he was so smart though. He knew if he put him over, it made the story. Whereas these guys, yeah. you know, like even like Roddy Piper, God bless his soul, he never wanted to do the job. Like Hogan said, he never wanted to do a job for him. 
You know what I mean? But Scott Hall, he's the one guy that he just like Triple H gets so much credit for for all for doing for knowing the business and stuff. But Scott knows the business. He's so, when you think about that, like how he was fucking around with the ref and all of that. I mean, he was being such a jackass that that is a, that is how most losses happen. They someone catches you off guard, one, two, three. But of course. Once he gets out, once he once he realized he lost, he put the guy in the outsider's edge, and you know he finished he finished you know selling that he's the man, but he did the job. Whereas most guys, now nah, I'm not gonna lose to him, but you gotta lose and do that so you can sell the story. Like Scott, I tell you, he's great. And let me tell you what what else Scott did. I got the stuff, <laughs> you know, uh, Triple H and all those guys. They get a lot of credit, like even The Rock for doing all that crowd participation shit. Scott Hall was the first one to do it with the survey. He was doing that crowd participation stuff before The Rock, before Triple H, even before Austin. Like, he was the original bad guy that was like the people just had to love. He was that guy. That survey thing went over so well. He had every. Hogan was biting his stuff. Hogan wanted to be yeah. Scott Hall. I mean, Scott Hall. Scott Hall damn near should be my number one. But it's just like, you know, Sean. Oh, was cool. like, did you know that when they were forming the, 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 doing the NWO split and they were going to have the Wolf Pack against Hogan and his crew? Yeah. That Hogan did not want. The, 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 and actually saying this on the podcast, he was so dumb for the fact that I came with Scott Hall and me and Scott Hall like best done. But when I separated, I didn't think Scott Hall stayed with Hogan. Yeah, and yeah. It made no sense because they. Like, It was so stupid because by that time Hall was a mess, you know. And see, the thing is, Hall gets Hall created the Sting thing. Like the Sting is still working now. Hall created that was all Scott Hall. Oh, Hall saying that he should play the Crow gimmick. Yeah, that was all him. Scott yeah. Hall created all that shit, you know. And he, oh man, I mean that that guy, he he just. He, you know, they they put if him he in. Could the, stay straight, if he could stay straight, if he could stay straight and sober all those years, he would have been. They like put him in. Jacket. They put him in the Hall of I Fame. I think he should have been world champion. I don't understand why. Never been world champion. That is crazy. But, Never been. And world I'm not champion. saying like, like I know like the world title for me that shouldn't be hot potato that everyone should win because you know if you're good you should be world champion. I don't think it should be like that too. Some people just don't happen to win the world title. That's what it was like back in those days. Yeah. But man, he should have had a run. And I know you've been watching these 97. You know, let me talk about this because I know you passed Road Wild already, right? You passed Road Wild when it was legal with Hogan. Yeah. And Hogan won the title back. Yeah. Was, so I actually watched that pay-per-view. Wasn't the greatest pay-per-view. Obviously, I remember loving it when I was a kid because the whole outside, being outside and the bikes were so cool. But, like, wasn't a great pay-per-view. Um, but... The like first one, the first one was better. The, I feel like that World Wild pay per view, like there was, that was kind of a point where like they messed up a little bit because one, Hogan shouldn't have won the title back so soon. No, after losing money. Yeah, what's the point of losing? I, knew, I know they want to build that whole Sting thing, but hell, 
lose to the champion and fought Savage at, you know, the next Halloween house. Or fought whoever he fights at Halloween house. Hogan didn't want to do the job, brother. That's the problem. Yeah, and, you know, Hogan could have fought Piper in the cage with no title on the line. With no title, right. Whatever. Um, and one thing that really, uh, like, a lot of people bitch about it these days. Like, oh, Nikki Bella never defended the title. Or, oh, you know, this person never defended it. Man, Hogan went months without defending that title. Hogan went, Jesus Christ. He never... Oh man! I mean, like, that, I know you watch Nitro's now. Like, you don't know the thing. Like, back then, I didn't know. But still, they get the views. Like, but Savage was DDP, or like yeah. Savage and Hall, but DDP and the Mitch Department. Hogan wasn't even there. Right, <laughs> right, like, right. There was no Hall and Hogan on the pay per view because he yeah. was filming movies and stuff. But yeah, he was the world champion. Yeah. One like at this point, like yo, know, Luger could have held the belt for like a pay per view. How? Page could have like magically held the belt to something on the pay per view, like. And Hogan could have got back before the Sting thing. Right. I don't know. Right. I mean, you need to think for two months, not like like forever. But 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 this is what this is what you got like about Nash. The first time when Hogan was hanging out in Chicago with Robin, him and uh, him and Kid, they go on, and this is this is Nash just being Kevin Nash. He goes oh, the on. Potholes, the potholes. Oh, is that the one I sent you? I told you. I remember you said you already up there. Yeah. That promo he kicked, man. That was straight from the gut. He told he told everybody how he really felt. The next week, Hogan had to clean that mess up because I mean that promo was so real. Like I don't even know. Like, jeez, I mean he, that's when uh the big boss man got kicked out and all that kind of stuff. And you could tell they yeah. those guys didn't even belong. And I don't. That was probably just Hogan's doing. Yeah, those like Wall Street and Big Boss man. And- Wall Street, yeah, and Million Dollar Man, and uh, now, yeah, you know what? Before we move on, though, okay. Hall and Nash should drop the tag titles to the Steiners. Yeah. Backstage, um, rumors, all that stuff was the fact that Hall and Nash said no because that maybe was losing team, which made no sense because they weren't losing team at any point. Because of the like, holding the fossil world title to Luger, and now you can have like, a title title, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like they were building up the Steiners, that the whole title so much that the Steiners should have won the title belt. Because after they didn't, they really just... The tag, they put the belt in Holland Nash, and then the tag division was very, like, it was confusing for a while. Because, like, Harlem Heat and the Steiner brothers and Bagwell, and they were, no one in, like, they were fighting over nothing. And, like, Holland Nash wasn't even sending belts against them. But well, they were doing that like that free bird thing where Hall and Kid. Yeah, they were doing that. Like they just never like they had the. Like, I remember they were taking champions. Nash wasn't on TV for a while, yeah. and the whole taking of Savage in a whole separate feud. Right. <laughs> and the Steiners and Hall and were fighting each other over nothing. Let's be honest. But number one contention, you know, like, I just think that, I think the Steiners should have auto like should have won at Little Wild, feud with Hall and Heat or whoever for a bit. And Hall and Nash came back for them, you know? But let's be honest, man. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, they they shitted on their company, man. They were paying them so much money and uh <laughs> they knew they knew so much, especially Scott Hall. They knew he knew so much about the business, just working for Vince, and he had the big man backing him up. He <laughs> they they didn't even care coming at Hogan, man. They would I mean, look at the, some of the stuff they say about Hogan. I mean, that, I mean, of course they're boys, so they can say that stuff. But I mean, the average guy—I mean, don't, they, regardless of how you want to look at it—they were mid cards under Hogan, and they—they they were still doing that click thing. They didn't care. They would challenge the authority. They would say what they want to say. They would do the job if they wanted to do the job. I mean, like I mean, I heard 
Scott Hall said they they came they they came into a country club and treated it like a a dump fire, you know. I mean, that's that's just how they treated that place, man. I mean, because they knew so much and they knew that place was not being ran the same way as you know WWE. So they, it's hard to respect a place like that. I mean, as great as it was and as much money as they made, you can tell they just did not have the well, same. The management, the management of WWE was whack. Probably most flawed, one of the most flawed things about there was no like actual control. Right. Bischoff became one of the boys. And oh was, yeah, he turned into a mark overnight. I mean, like and, and he fucked that thing up because honestly, it was so believable. Like I remember as a kid, like that was kind of believable. Because I'm like, wait a minute, was was Ted DiBiase really the million dollar man? Is he really funding this stuff? Because they're <laughs> like, I was really believing that. I was a mark for yeah, that shit. Yeah. And then Eric Bischoff comes in, he turns into a fanboy overnight, and then ruins a DiBiase's gimmick, you know what I'm saying? So I like, it's, like, why would you do that? Because, like, I really believe yeah, that. Yeah, no, he fucked it, he fucked it for DiBiase. No, 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 like, I, I believe DiBiase thing, too. Like, he's running the new world order, but yeah. Bischoff was one that, like, you know, and it was okay that they were both in it, but once Bischoff came in, there was, like, no need for DiBiase. Yeah, there was no need for him anymore. And he, like, I like and then DBS didn't want the Steiners, but it was like, and that's another reason why it's the Steiners thing. He said DBS, like, give him the strap. Like, what were you guys thinking? Like, yeah. Because, like, the one of the saddest parts is that WCW never really had the upper hand. And then they tried to make, like, and it's true, a lot of the episodes of the night show, you'll see, like, the WCW get jumped and nobody runs up there to help them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, check this out. Here's another thing that, that like I said, the NBA comes up with it. The NFL makes the makes it famous, and the Major League Baseball makes all the money off of it. Well, like I said before, the Click came up with it. <laughs> WCW, NWO made it famous, and Vince is making all the money off of it. But when <laughs> Kevin Nash and Kid, they were the first one to imitate the wrestlers. They imitate when they did that Four Horsemen thing. Oh my. God, do you remember that when they imit when? <laughs> oh no, I uh, just watched it. Like, I remember, man. Ex- my spot, not my dog spot. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, and then nobody had done anything like that before. I mean, this. And is, then you had DX do with the nation. The yeah, nation. but yeah. it started with them. I mean, and but they were so on point. Like you know, X Pop was always mid card, but jeez, that that Ric Flair, the fact that he was able to do Ric Flair. And the way he did it, and then Kevin Nash. But look, here's something I want you to know. If you if you didn't pay attention, Kevin Nash played Arn Anderson. Flair, play, I mean, Kid played uh, Flair. Conan played uh, Mongo, and Bag <laughs> and Bagwell played Henning. Right? Yeah. Do you notice which which horseman no one imitated? <laughs> this is probably not Ooh, funny. Benoit? Nobody fucked with Benoit. I guess Benoit. <laughs> I guess probably them guys probably knew. Hey, Benoit might might not be the guy to fuck with. <laughs> I think it, <laughs> I think they knew that shit back then. <laughs> that Benoit <laughs> probably wasn't the guy to fuck with. Cause I mean that guy. Like Benoit's a little bit, but he keeps an ass on. Um, why is he doing Benoit? The guy just stood there. No. What a three sixty for Conan, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
like, couple of weeks before, this guy's like some Dungeon of Doom guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the NWO. He's like a badass. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, I, I just paid attention. I'm like, wow, no one's doing Benoit. And I'm thinking, like, because, you know, Arn Anderson, and, Arn Anderson and Flair, they were pissed off about that shit. They, they, that shit didn't go over uh, lightly with them. They were pissed off. Yeah, no, I heard they didn't know. Well, one, um, uh, Anderson was really pissed about because of his retirement speech, like, legit, he was like, he wanted to quit. Right. Um, the uh, initial plans were that the horsemen were supposed to be running in that stadium. Yeah. That never happened. That never happened, right. And that, that was because of, because of Bischoff, probably. Um, they ch- yeah, they changed the plans off, and then it took, and it really made the horsemen look weak. Yeah. <laughs> that really like, fucked cool. And, right, not run up there at all. Let, I mean, they kicked a what was it like a twenty-minute promo on them? Like, are yeah. you serious? And they're not gonna even like that, that. And I think that's probably why Flair was like, you know what, the Horsemen are dead. Now you take Henny yeah. away from us, like, hey, forget this. The Horsemen are dead. I mean, these guys are owning us. Yeah. But I tell you what. He when he decided to join the NWO, I was kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. He would have been the perfect horseman. He would have. He would have been the perfect horseman, but I think, but you know, him and Hall, but I tell you what, him and Hall had a relationship, of course, and but I tell you what, him coming over to NWO from horsemen like that, I understand because it, it kept the story going of the NWO just being so powerful, and that really killed the tradition. And that, I mean, that... Because honestly, without Arn Anderson, even with Henning there, because that was a good fit, without Arn Anderson being, if, if Arn Anderson, Anderson could just play the J.J. Dillon role, but he, he was so banged up, he couldn't even do that toward the end. So it was like, it really was no need for the Horseman. And I tell you what, the NWO, that, that I just can't get over that. I mean, the stuff that Nash coming out there looking like, I mean, he was such a, when you talk about HBK being a douchebag, that Nash was, I mean, that Arn Anderson gimmick, man, that was terrible. I mean, he just owned him, man. You it's, like, yeah. it's like, you can't do that shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, it was funny, though. That's even why the extra being this stuff, like, it's crazy that happened, you know? Yeah, but you know, then Bischoff was going to, I remember in Bischoff's book, I don't know if you read Eric Bischoff's book. He said, I have it, yeah. Yeah, he said DX was a spinoff of the NWO, but. He, it just goes to show how much these guys really didn't know the business because the NWO and DX was just a spinoff of the clique. It's just that Vince McMahon ran a type ship and he wouldn't let Triple H and Shawn Michaels be be what they wanted to be until... I don't think it was a runoff of the clique, but it, was, it wouldn't have happened without the clique. Like, the NWO wouldn't have happened without Hall and Nash. Right. And DX couldn't be any... Like, DX wouldn't be DX if it wasn't for Michaels and Shawn. Because remember, that was Shawn Michaels on drugs. He was a whole different piece. Yeah. That was all fucked up. When his mind was very legit, but he was fucked up. And he just had issues, and they were up to making money, and they just didn't give a fuck. Right. And yeah, that was Shawn didn't give a fuck. He felt like he should have been his show. And also, all, and honestly, you want to boil it down, like, WCW or WWF would be doing the stuff they were doing if it wasn't. And this was just like a total curveball, but if it wasn't for ECW. Yeah, you got a point. ECW did bring a lot of that to him, yeah. WCW had global exposure, WWF had global exposure, ECW doing crap, 
than everybody else was doing, but it just didn't have the same global exposure. It wasn't on like a popular network. You can barely get pay-per-view. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was poorly funded. Yeah. But like Public Enemy, the Cruiserweight, those came from ECW. The Dudley Boys. The right. WWF, they were doing such cartoony, crappy gimmicks that they pretty much started funding ECW and having ECW on their show. Right. You know? Yeah. And like... The edginess, like, I don't think that if ECW wasn't so popular in the wrestling community, I don't think that the Attitude Era would have gotten over as well as it did. Yeah. And I don't think the Attitude Era would have, like, I think if anyone was the last person to the ballgame, it was the WWF. They might have won it, but they were the last ones there. Right. Because ECW started this shit with this edginess and this cool factor and this anti-gimmicky, cartoony wrestling and they started doing this edgy, like, hip-hop, underground type of yeah. atmosphere. And the WCW kind of took the rest, no, took them, because they had, a, like, you know, global exposure and stuff. They started the cruiser with something, and with the NWO, they got that edginess and that grunginess and that attitude. Yeah. And it wasn't until both, they, then both WCW and ECW had that WWF was like, okay. And then they had Stone Cold. And where was Stone Cold originally born? ECW. Stone Cold wasn't... Uh, WWF. Yeah. Stone Cold drank his first beer in ECW. Right, he did. Yeah, he, he, you know, like he had his first beer in ECW. He talked his first actual smack talk in ECW. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, it's like, um, it just got like, but the click, like, the, the, the thing with the click was that they dominated the wrestling world in the early nineties. You had the X and WWF. You, you know, the Wolfpack and WCW at Pac. Six, we're going to come with them both shows to just think of both of them. But none of them would be able to do that if, like, you know, it didn't seem like they might have stepped down, you know, the land of extreme. Right, right. Let's be honest, right? Right, right, right. And I am talking about that. Like, I, I texted you that before, but like you said, that whole suck it thing started with, well, they all give credit to X Pac for starting that thing, but I remember him. <laughs> telling Booker T to suck my dick, motherfucker. I'm like, jeez. Like, I mean, they couldn't even bleep that out. And, and, and he just, oh, man, they, they, that attitude. Oh, no, he just doesn't talk it. It doesn't funny ass shit. Like, I remember one point he was like, was it Jericho? Or like, he's, Jericho was like, well, I beat you on Saturday night. And Pac uh, six or whatever. And he's all like, the only thing you beat happened when you got back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you like, oh, you can't sit on TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, Pac knew that because... Well, this is the thing, like, Pac, so, anyways, later on in the next, early 1998, obviously, like, December 97, January 98, six got fired from the WCW. Yeah. And you know why, uh, right? Nash- you know why he got fired, right? Why? Because Bischoff was, like, because Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, they were just running them up there, man. They just, they were so outlawed down there, man. So the only way their contracts were so ironclad, the only way they can, only way Bischoff can son uh, Nash and Hall was to fire the kid. And and this is how big of an ego Bischoff uh, had back then. He thought that he could fire six, right, for, and fire him for six months and then bring him back when he, on his terms. Like like Vince, he didn't. That's just as you know. They didn't know anything about the click because once he found out, of course, Triple H and Sean was going, "Hey, come come over here." He didn't know. Yeah, they're so. I mean, that's just let you know they those guys were so caught up in that fucking NWO. They didn't know that that shit was like 
really stirred up by in WWF. Yeah. But the thing that also Bischoff once said is like one of the reasons he fired Six was because like and it's very evident with like you're watching the night show like when Six was good and sober he was a great talent and he was blah blah but he was also really stuck at that guy with shit and when he was like that he was like unpredictable and everything you shouldn't be doing. Oh, man, but like, shit, all of them guys like were... Uh, thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, but Nash wasn't no better, man. I mean, jeez, he... Like, I'll tell you what, like, Hall got to be pretty bad around 98, but Nash was, like, pretty fucked up, too, but he was just so big that, you know, he could get away with it, but, you know, for the most part, they weren't wrestling on Nitro. Every now and then, Scott Hall would wrestle. You know, he was the only one that would actually wrestle for the most part. But. No, I was going to say that, too. Well, Six wrestled a lot at the beginning, but he slowed down a bit, so I'm guessing he was messed up. Yeah. But... And Nash was... Nash, no, I, 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 was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you know, I think look at all like, the, the big main players of the NWO. Nash, Hall, Hogan, Savage. Right. The only two that wrestled the most were Hall and Savage. And, uh, and, and Henning. Henning wrestled a lot, too. Well, that's after I'm talking about like the first half of like the first half of '97. Henning came at the end, but yeah. if you look at the majority of the main events of the first half, it's like random matches like Savage versus Prince Iakea and stuff, and like Hall versus Ric Flair, and there's just like they were the ones doing all the matches, and like now I, I Nash didn't wrestle that much. But Nash said it. Nash said, "Hey, I only way I'm wrestling is you got a big purse." So I'm only going to do it. I mean, he would say this stuff. Like, you're like, and you could tell Bischoff was looking sometimes like, geez, you're not supposed to say that. But, hey, what can I say? You're you're the reason why we're the shit now. So it's like, but, but I mean, Nash was like, <laughs> that's the reason why he's in my, like, top ten or whatever. Whatever my list was. He That's the reason why he's in it. Because I like guys that just tell it like it is. And that's the reason why he didn't work out in 2011 when he came back against CM Punk. Because... He's he's talking like he's backstage, you know, and he's, and I think yeah. and I think Vince was like, "Come on, you got to do the job." But he's been away from the business so, for so long, and he's owned the business pretty much. I mean, Nash Nash is like one of the most successful. If you look at just just from a pocketbook, Nash is one of the most successful wrestlers of all time. I think. I mean, other than The Rock, Hogan, he he's like what top ten most paid of all time. I mean Nash. Uh, Nash made some fucking money, man, and he was so, and he made it because like you know I'm a union guy myself, and he's from Detroit. He worked at the same place I work at, and uh, that's that whole union mentality. He was always about his dollar. I remember a story I watched on a, a documentary on Nash. He went into Bischoff and was complaining about royalties on shirts and figures and stuff like that. He said that shit's not right. He said, I, need to, I want paperwork. Give me the figures on this stuff. And Bischoff was like, I'll get back to you. He said, nah, give, I want it now. Give me, my, you know, give me my money. So instead of Bischoff giving him the exact figures, he, give, he gave him a raise. Gave him a raise. Like now he's making like an extra $2 million a year. It's just something ridiculous. All because he wanted to, 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 to see the papers. To make sure that he was getting paid off of his shirts and, and, and figures and all that kind of stuff. I mean... Nash was just always about paper, and anytime they asked him to do something, okay, I'll do it. I need a race. I need fifty thousand dollars. I need a flight. I need to put me on a personal jet. I mean, he was always about the money. And then Shawn Michaels even said it when he inducted him in the Hall of Fame. He said, while the rest of us wanted to be wrestlers, he wanted to do he wanted to do a job, <laughs> and he made money. And that was the truth, man. I mean, he just 
I mean, Nash is, if you look this up, Nash is like in the top of all the wrestlers. I mean, you think about Bret Hart, you know, Warrior, Hogan, Savage. Nat, Kevin Nash is right up there with all of them. <laughs> just, oh, off, yeah. just off of wrestling. He's, he's easily made more than Sting and easily made more than Sting. He probably made more than Flair. I know he has more than Flair now. I mean, it's just... It's just oh, it's funny. He probably saved a lot more than Flair. Flair likes to blow his money. Flair would be... He'd be rich if Flair had a massive money, I think. Yeah, I mean, but it's just it's just amazing. Uh, hey, look, before I wrap this up, though, I do got a couple of things I want to ask you about, though. Is yeah. it me or is WWE trying... I'm a black guy. Trying too hard. And I tweeted this out earlier this week. It's <laughs> me. Or is WWE trying too hard to show that they're not racist. I mean, to me, like, come on, man. You got you got Triple H jive dancing with New Day now. I turned on fucking Raw. What the hell is Triple H doing, man? They got the titles on the black guys, which is cool, you know, but give them the title because they earned it. Don't do it because of you're scared that you might someone might go dig deep in your closet and find out that you feel the same way as Hogan did. Or, you know, it's just to me, I'm like, come on, man. I, I, I actually like the New Day, to be honest. I like, I, thing was really I like New funny, Day. I like uh-huh. New Day. I don't. What's the other tag team? The other black tag team? I, I'm not into them. They think they're corny. No, nah, I'm. Mean, I'm not into them. I know. I know. I'll be honest. With you, I like them down the initial run. When they first for the time template? Yeah. Um, I don't, they're just, to me, like, I still like them, but they're not, like, they're, they're, I don't know. They're just not that amazing or anything right now. Like, they're not, like, you know? It's just. They're missing something. To me, I think that, to me, I don't think they should have, I, I think the, uh, what's, what's the guy's, uh, The Rock's, The Rock, they're related to The Rock, and the, and he's, uh. The Usos? The Russo, the Usos. Those guys, to me, that's the best tag team. And I, they, they just got a great chemistry. That was a great. Oh, no, I agree. They're great. I love you. They yeah, look great. And and the, now don't get me wrong. Prime time, not prime time, but uh, New Day. I like them because they're polarizing. I like polarizing guys and stuff. Their like gimmick that. is what got them. And then you know, Kofi can wrestle, Big E can wrestle, yeah. Xavier Woods can wrestle. But it's like they're entertaining. Like you know, you might just want to hear what they're gonna say when they come on the screen. But but it's just to me it seems like Vince and Triple H are working their ass off to show, and it and was so predictable because right when that Hogan thing happened, I was listening to like Bill Simmons and a couple other uh, wrestling guys uh, who keep up with it just like us. They were saying, so what is what is Vince gonna do now? Just put all the titles on black people now to make up for what he didn't do in the '80s with Junkyard Dog and 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 uh, you know it's like. Come on, man. To me, like I understand that we're in a different age where you got to be somewhat politically correct and all that. But geez, everything, but just come on, man. You're yeah. not gonna have Shawn Michaels going out there saying, "Ask my mom, ask him mom if I'm a homo." That's not gonna happen no more. Because <laughs> someone said that to you, you say, "Oh my God, she's a homophobe." <laughs> I mean, but it's just like, come on. I'm it's like, just a different time, man. And I'm um, thinking, like, maybe because yeah, I'm so old school. Prime time anymore? Yeah. Um, you're not gonna, you know. I'm thinking like remember maybe... when Chavo Guerrero was current white. <laughs> the lost Guerreros were lying, cheating, and stealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Vince pushed pushed the needle on so many other issues. I mean, just the whole nation of domination thing. <laughs> I mean, come on. That was cool because they're trying to do that whole like you know black, black power, you know, like black, black panther, yeah, of. black panther. Like, it made, but it, it only got kind of cheesy when they had the lost a week rather than the DOA coming. Yeah, and then he had skinheads. Then he had some skinheads. So Vince, Vince when, is known when for doing. started the whole nation thing. When he, his argument that he started it off with was great because before the King of the Ring, nineteen ninety seven. He was facing the Undertaker for the championship, right. and he's like, "There's never been a black world champion." Right. That made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but so I'm the ones that I, get, I like that storyline. Get manufactured like crime time, like that's just that. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like that storyline. But now, why are you trying? Like, why? To me, it's almost like you got something to hide. Like, like you know, what 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 do you what do you have to hide that you got to press the issue with? Like, just. You got two. You got two black teams in the main event. You know what was that the other week? John Cena was on. Rollins was on one side, and John Cena's on the other side. Like, are you trying? Rollins like, and the New Day was John Cena on the primetime player. Yeah, it's like, why are we trying to? Who are you trying to? Who are you trying to convince? My buddy Big Dog, who's a who, who's a host on his show. He's he always says, "Hey, who are you trying to convince? Me or are you trying to convince yourself?" And it's like seriously. Yeah. What are you trying? Like I, I get it. They're good. They're over. But come on, don't like don't don't just force them down my throat. Jesus, I, like when I saw Triple H dancing with them, with, with, like what the hell is going on here? It's almost like when Nash asked them at the beginning of the year, the hell kind of show are you running, brother? Like Jesus, like I mean, I guess I guess the younger guy, younger generation likes it. But I'm looking like, wait a minute, Triple H. What, what are you doing, man? That's not Triple H, right? Yeah, that's not I'm true. Like, this is it. I'm like, this guy's officially won some Triple H. That will be happening this Sunday on Night of Champions. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, I told you I was going to put you on the spot before when we, when we, before I uh, hit record, and I'm going to do that right now. Now, if you, what you probably don't know about me is that I'm a big, I'm really big into politics right now. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, and Donald Trump right now, look, I'm not a fan of, hundred percent of Donald Trump. Like I can't see myself. We're gonna take this thing all the way into politics. I'll just tell everybody. I can't see myself. I can't. I've been watching a lot of this stuff. I'm into this stuff. Yeah, I can't see myself voting for Donald Trump in the national election. But because I am 35 and I lived through Bush number one, which was a the first war I ever seen. That was in the 90s. And then I lived through, yeah, that was, then I lived through Bush number two and I watched the whole economy tank. I got laid off. And the war of terrorism. Oh my God. Which is still very, I understand 9-11, but a lot of that war is very questionable. So (laughs) I'm voting for Donald Trump just to make sure another Bush doesn't get in office. Now what I do in the national election, I'm not for sure on, but here's the thing. Donald Trump says a lot of crazy stuff, and it reminds me so much of a wrestling promo. Then I thought about it. Fuck, he's best friends with, or he's not best friends, but he's good friends with Vince McMahon. I'm sure you remember that from the whole shave my hair thing. All right, so here's, I told you I was going to put you on the spot. Here's what I'm going to do. We're going to play a game of is that Trump or is that Vince McMahon? I'm going to give you a quote. And you tell me, I'm going to give you, let's, let's say we do like 10 of them real quick. You just tell me. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you tell me, is it Trump or is it Vince McMahon? See see how good you know Vince and how good you know Trump, all right? Here's a good one for you right here. <clears throat> that crossover of whether 
It is entertainment or news is the biggest crock of BS in television today because it's all entertainment. Is that Vince McMahon or is that Donald Trump? That's good. Only because he just bashed the news and I have to go, that's so trippy. I never thought of it like that. That's hard. Who, who, who you think that is? Cause I, I got my gut initial feeling is like, you probably, I'm gonna, say, I want to say Vince, but I'm feeling they're gonna throw Trump at me right away because we're talking about Trump. It just sounds like something Vince would say. So who is it? Who are you gonna go with, Vince or Trump? I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna say Trump because there's no reason Vince would have to say that unless he's on the trial. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna say it like this. It's not a current, it doesn't have to be a current quote or anything like that, but this one is. Oh, like, yeah. Gay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> hey, here's another one for you. I don't know. Who was that? You tell me. Hey, I don't know what drives me. I don't have a clue. No, but who was that? Who said the last one? No, I told you, that was Vince. That was Vince. Yeah, right? you were right. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, you oh, were right. one not to be. It has to be Vince. It just sounds like a Vince thing to say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's another one. All right. I don't know what drives me. I don't have a clue. But I'm driven more today than I ever have been. Trump. Nah, that was Vince too, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's Vince McMahon. Okay, I'm so now I'm one on one. One night, one night. All right, here you go. I'll show you a loser. That's Trump. Yeah, that is Trump. <laughs> I feel like he just said that recently too. He probably did. <laughs> you got a. Hey, I tell you what, Trump has a lot of one-liners, man. <laughs> no, he does. <laughs> this is the only. Like, I want to see if I. I don't live in America. Or anything, but, like, I've been following the politics. Our elections went on at the same time, so they're usually playing them on the news back and back. What's happening in America? What's happening in Canada? Up here, but I, I, I understand why you wouldn't want to vote another Bush. You vote Trump into the next. Uh, yeah. The next part of the whole election process, but um, campaign process, but the Republican. Is he a Republican now? I thought he was trying to say he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody's talking about. At one point, he was a Democrat. And now he's a Republican. <laughs> no, because okay, initially you, he came in and everyone just automatically assumed he's a Republican despite his, you know, his, uh, yeah. his views of everything and so on and what he stood. And then he said he wasn't a Republican. So I remember watching that and saying, I'm not mad, blah, blah, blah. But now that I'm talking to you, you're telling me that he's going up against Bush again, which means he's a Republican because the Bush is a Republican. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I keep forgetting that you're in Canada and that you don't have to go through this bullshit politics that we have no, to go through No, I don't here. Something I've been wanting and, and yeah. don't get me wrong, whatever happens in America always affects us anyway. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's crazy. We come here guys away a lot. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because like people think that ah, it's not a big deal and, and for instance, it really isn't but it, it is for like the middle class because like the rich is going to be rich regardless and honestly, the poor is going to be poor no matter if it's a Democrat in or a Republican. Same thing with the rich. The rich is going to be rich, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican. But guys like me and you, I'm assuming that you're both like in the middle class. Yeah. That whoever's president of the United States, that really affects us, man. Because like that's a, that's. Oh, yeah, a, just like anything, like taxes and stuff. Like, oh yeah. Like I, I see Trump if he does get voted into office, like he's someone that's gonna like you know jump up the prices for taxes for like even trading into pecan. Like, Trump's been like that guy. A hundred and ten percent American. Like yeah. America is the best place in the world. America, America, America. Oh, because which 
I don't buy that crap. I, I'm not. I'm not coming to be say Canada is the best place. I think the world in general is a fucking great place to live on. This fucking times have changed, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. I got another one for you. Here, tell me which one you think it is. Is it Vince or is it Donald Trump? In America, it's live by the sword of freedom of expression and be willing to die by it as well. Vince. Oh, man, you're pretty good. That is Vince. <laughs> no, that's Vince. Jeez, I, I, I would have thought that was the, Trump. The reason why I say it's Vince is because people don't know it, but there's always so much heat on Vince for the things <laughs> he does with his company and his show and his product that he is always had to defend himself against people yeah. and he says things like that because if I was like a campaign manager or worked in politics or worked even in the WWE like that right there is a politically correct answer and at the same time he's giving you the middle finger you see what I mean? yeah. <laughs> He knows where he can step and he will step there. If there was a line that you couldn't cross, he'd be standing right on top of the line. He didn't cross it, but he'd be standing right on top of it. Yeah. And he'll tell you what it is and go back. <laughs> All right, got one more for you. I'm gonna wrap. It, I'm gonna wrap it up, and then we're gonna do. Uh, I want to get your. Uh... <laughs> all right, all right. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write. Beautiful piece of ass. Donald Trump. <laughs> that is true. That is Donald. That is the Donald, <laughs> and he lives by that. Now, going back to my last analogy about the line that Vince won't cross. Yeah. But he'll step on it and finger you. Yeah. Trump will cross that line. Like, you know, and get, and not he get doesn't say what's on his mind. He's over the line. Oh, whatever. Take evidence. Vince will be politically correct because he knows he's running a billion dollar company. Right. And just chilled and stuff. That's... Trump doesn't need to be politically correct because he's running his own company that's really basically just his own money. <laughs> Trump is the gift that keeps on giving, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> He is the gift that keeps on giving. All right, let's do this Night of Champions rundown real quick. You got the New Day against the Dudley Boys. Who you got? Um, New Day. New I, I, I don't think the Dudley Boys need to win the belt. I guess they do. I'm not going to complain. Wow, you think? I like the Dudley Boys, but no, I think the New Day is so like they're like so over right now, even as bad guys. Yeah, and and. An old team doesn't really necessarily have to come in and be tag team champ at the end. Mm. We just saw this like two years ago with the New Age Outlaws. Yeah. It was nice for a bit, but then after like one of these years, they drop the titles to like, you know. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the New Age Outlaws are already in, still with WWE. I, I, I can't see if they're really trying to bring. See, my whole prediction is this, and I wanted to make it quick, but. Bring, let the Dudley boys go over and then let them lose that mania. And then you'll really have the tag team belts meaning something again for a while. You know what I mean? That, that, that's but I feel like that's what they going to do with the New Age Outlaws. Get the New Age Outlaws belts yeah. and have them get beat and they'll be meaningful. And I think they beat Goldust and Stardust. Mm. No, they beat Goldust and Cody Rhodes. Right. And they lost it in the Usos? I don't remember. But, but that's, a, that's, that's a bad thing about it. I don't remember. And that's the thing too with the Dudley's like 
And this is the problem, though. This is the problem with all that today. Like, there's too many. Like, I love the Dudley Boys, and I love Brock Lesnar, and I like The Undertaker. I love The Undertaker, obviously. And, like, but bringing these guys in all the time really sucks for, like, the young guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what's different about the Attitude Era compared to now? Right. Because Austin, Triple H, The Rock, Mac, they were all new over there. They were like new, a new breath of fresh air. And they got to develop and be one of the developed characters that got over because all the old guys were working in WCW. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not that I'm saying that WCW was back there, but the old guys, the people working over there, they weren't coming back to WWE, like, you know, taking the spotlight and holding main eventing again off getting into the rocket in years. And we're gonna <laughs> and we're gonna get to Seth Rollins in one second. Give me the give me your opinion on Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev. I'm actually interested in this with that whole summer rate thing. Who you got? Um I'm gonna say Ziggler. Yeah. I I I I like the storyline. Um there's some parts of it that I find really cheesy. Um uh, the other thing I don't like about it is uh, it's good that Rusev is still doing something after the whole thing I feel because a lot of people feel and then after they have nowhere to go but I, I just don't like how Ziggler is just putting these storylines <laughs> yeah, yeah there's just so much of the current product that I would change not like a lot but just so much of like like we're talking about the Nitros and WCW the Attitude Era and WWF that cool factor is missing tell me one match on this card that you look at me like well that's like just as cool. Right. I'm, I'm looking at the only person I see is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, I was just about to say that. Kevin and Dean Ambrose is the main man. Dean Ambrose is the main. They're friendship is cool. I like it. They're funny. Yeah, but other they than that, you're right. Like you're ready for like, something cool. <laughs> yeah, other than that, you're right about that. All right, hey, speaking of that, Ambrose and Reigns against the Wyatt family, who you got and who you think is going to be their uh, other partner? I think the partner is either going to be I really don't want it to be Eric Rowan. Maybe Kane. Maybe Orton. Jericho. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, think about that. Okay, who Maybe Daniel Bryan, which would be fucking mind-blowingly oh. huge if they kept that yeah. a secret. <laughs> yeah, because Orton is not even on the card, is he? I think he's taking time off. And I think, honestly, I, I, I heard you asked for a lighter schedule. Okay. I read that somewhere. Also, I don't believe everything I read on the internet. Right, right. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Whatever. Right. But if he's going to be babyface and they don't know what to do with him, I'd rather him not be there. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the page, and it'd be fine if Orton took time off and came back for a series. People were like, why did he take time off? I was like, because when he stayed and he's like, this, you guys all bitch that he's boring, so let him leave. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, who you got going you know, over? The best thing they can do is leave because when they come back, you're excited that they're back, you know? Who you got going over in that match? I think uh, sh- just because they're going to have like a surprise partner, I'm not going to go to Roman Reigns yet. Only because they're going to have a spice partner. I don't think this is going to be the last time they face each other. Right. It might be a rematch at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. What's the next one? Is that Survivor Series? No, no, it's not Survivor Series. No. Hell in the Cell, maybe? Hell in the Cell, probably, yeah. All right, Nikki Bella. Nikki, Nikki Bella versus Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, about right. Yeah, I don't... There's no revolution with Nikki as champion. I, I told people to go Google the term revolution. It's the one... The, wants change and they overthrow the current monarchy or kingdom or whatever blah 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 hierarchy status the Bellas are the top the Bellas are what they're kind of revolt again start a revolution against yeah. to bring real female wrestling to the main roster 
if you can't beat them, there is no revolution. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't overthrow the Bella Twins, there is no revolution. I'm going to... But just because you just because you said that just because you said that I'm gonna put my money on Nikki Bella this Sunday for no, <laughs> I'm gonna see because I, I can't I can't even if she wins if she, if she wins it's fine but yeah. doesn't prove or solve anything because I feel like they only let her win on Monday and yeah. they did that and they did that whole thing on Monday because they knew it was close to the right. they knew people would be paying attention right. they knew that would cause a stir on social media and they knew that people would be talking about it because it's the same day. They left out that the Raw ended up on the same day that we would have seen it in. Why does it make a defend the title so people tune into Raw? Right. Not They didn't ever expect her to not beat Nikki's reign length, but I think they know that they need to get the belt off Nikki now. They, right. did, they did what they wanted to do. They got out of it what they wanted to get out of it. They caused the spirit that people talking. They had people actually tuning in to want to see the Divas match how people wanted it to be the main event that's how old there it was but now what else does Nikki have left to do alright we'll soon find out Ryback versus Kevin Owens who you got um I think Ryback needs a win um obviously I want Kevin Owens to win but I think Ryback needs a win um, maybe Owens wins next month I want Owens to win the feud over I think he deserves the Intercontinental Championship I've never really been a big one Ryback fan yeah. um this Monday really solidified that. Like, I don't know what he was doing with that Elvis invitation. But, <laughs> oh, man. That's so corny. That, that was kind of hard to watch. But uh, I, I want Owens to win, but I think the way that I'm booking this event in my mind, with Charlotte winning, and if you see the W one, like, and with Roman and Dean Andrews winning, like, actually, I don't know, maybe we need a bad guy to win. Yeah, that's maybe true. Maybe Owens. Because I'm booking too many good guys winning. Well, I see the New Day winning and I see Owens winning, but Charlotte winning and Reigns and... Well... So two big guys, two bad guys. There you go. Seth Rollins and John Cena. Cena. Cena? Really? Yeah. All right. Well, then... It's nice that they did what they did, but I don't see the reason that Rollins needs both titles. He's not even doing anything with the US show. If anything, I really enjoyed Cena's US Open Challenge. And there's a really part, part of me, there's really evil, mean part of me deep down inside because of Cena's U.S. champion. He's staying far away from the world title. Yeah, that's true. And I want him to stay far away from that, too. Oh, God. All right, Seth Rollins in the main event. First thing, who you got? Sting. No. And I'll tell you why. All right. One, um... They wouldn't even book this match if Sting wasn't going to win because they made a move on WrestleMania to Triple H. Yeah. So you bring a legend in, Brock, Rock, whoever, and you haven't moved twice in a row, you better be fucking doing something to pay that guy back. <laughs> you made him lose at his first ever WrestleMania. This guy was the franchise that we said to you. He comes to WrestleMania and you made him, and then you know, the nostalgic of that match was, made the, he says it won. <laughs> yeah. I know the story wants to prove that WWE overhead WWE, but give me a fucking break. He could have won, okay?